John, ready? Let's get it. All right. Five, four. Welcome to the In-Laws Podcast. My name is Arthur. I'm John. And I'm Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Phil is not able to join us this week, but we have two special guests. My two oldest sisters, Judy and Jessica. Hello. Hello. Obviously, John's sisters-in-law. Sisters-in-law, yeah. Mm -hmm. To get started, since you guys, you know, you're new to podcasting, we're going to warm up with our question of the week. It's going to just be, what was the moment where you thought, I'm getting old? It's kind of fitting because you two are the oldest sisters. (laughs) You guys are old? (laughs) Rude. Kind of fitting because you're old. In my case, it's kind of true. I don't hey, wait, know. Arthur, do you know that it's rude to ask like a lady her age or tell her that she's old? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like I, I remember like growing up and like asking somebody their age, and their, my parents were like, "Oh no, you don't ask ladies their age." But I've never heard that ever since then, and nobody—it's not really been a thing. I mean, like, age I is just a it, number, so you really shouldn't be asking anybody their age. I feel young. I don't feel old. Well, the question isn't yeah. do you feel old just when you right. feel like you're when getting you older. Old. Okay, but well, the only thing I can think of is when Arthur and Elizabeth, who are two baby siblings, mm-hmm. use some sort of slang that I don't know what it means, which happens really <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are times when well, I definitely feel old. What was the most recent thing that they said that you were like, oh, when gosh. did we start saying this? I don't you know. know. What, um, I don't even know that I pay enough attention to what they're saying. I just kind of like let it slide because I have no idea what it means. You just stare off into the distance. Yeah, I'm just like, all right. Yeah, what, I don't what even know what I been, say half the time. I know. What have you been saying recently? Recently? <laughs> Do you the say thing cat? With, like slang? It just like comes out of me, man. Like, <laughs> I, I've been saying like, you know how people say like, why why are you built like that? <laughs> like, y'all know what that means? I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. But like, if if anything just looks weird or like... <laughs> Yeah, because yesterday in the family text, you were like, why is his face built like that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, you're just questioning, like, why something looks like that, but... See, that's definitely something I wouldn't say, and I wouldn't know why you were saying it, but I just went with it. I don't ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would say there was one moment, I remember I was laughing at Judy one time, (laughs) because she, we were talking about, like, in 10 years... And this was had to be a couple of years ago, so this is the I was probably 21, and you were how old two years ago? No, no, no. So this is when I turned 30. Okay. It was that long ago. And so you're making oh, fun wow. of me that I was turning 30. <laughs> oh, shit. And so you were telling me that in 10 years, I'm going to be 40. Yeah, and I was cracking up like, oh right. my God, like, you're going to be so old. Like, you're going to be 40? <laughs> and so when you, what? So when you were 30, I was what, 18? Yeah, something like that. So, and then she, she bounced, she like hit me right back with it. She goes, well, you're going to be 28. And I was like, oh. <laughs> his oh jaw God. just dropped. His jaw literally <laughs> dropped. It was the best face ever. And I, I still think about that. It cracks me up. I was, I was speechless. Okay. Question. Yeah. Does 40 still seem really old to you? Or now that you've gotten older since then, does 40 me? seem less old? Any of you? I would say old. Like when I start, <laughs> yeah. when I start picturing old, I it's at least sixty. Yeah, at least sixty, and then you're older for sure. Right. I but, uh, um, 
Yeah, I don't think it's old. I have friends because all right, just you know, I'm 35. That's that's how old I am. So <laughs> I do have friends that are in that range, and so it's, I don't think of it as old, but it it feels weird for me to think of myself turning 40 like that. Yeah, that is makes sense. weird and. You know, hopefully I'm yeah ready, more ready for it when it comes <laughs> right now. I'm just like, yeah, uh, yeah no. Yeah, <laughs> did you have trouble turning thirty? I actually didn't. I actually was really excited to turn thirty. I felt good about it. Me too. Um, and I've honestly enjoyed my thirties more. I think because you just feel so much settled in yourself. Mm-hmm. You've learned. You know, you go through a lot of. John, or I did. I, I don't know. I, I had yeah. to. Learn a lot about <laughs> myself like, in the twenties. In my twenties, like twenties are a shit show, man. Like everyone yeah, acts like much. it's the best. That's time, but really, you're just mostly lost. Yeah, yeah 20s, 20s, you're like old enough to actually hear the stories that your parents have been trying to keep away from you. And like you're finally hearing them. You have a bunch of information. You just discovered documentaries. You just discovered new music, <laughs> different opinions. You got all these raging hormones. And you're just trying to figure everything out. And then you hit 30, all those hormones drop. You like <laughs> finally get to process that information in. You kind of like, are at this middle ground. We're like, okay, this is the person that I am. These are the things that are happening in the world. Like, you know, here's what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I'm 32 and I'm still lost. But yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say like, everyone's kind of different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, do, I know what you mean. I do feel more established, at least in who I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe Definitely. not exactly what I want to do with my life still, but <laughs> in who I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you also don't you find you don't care as much about what other people think because you're more settled in yourself. And I don't know, it just feels, yeah. feels better than in my twenties. Little baby yeah, Arthur doesn't, know. can't participate in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just These thirties like, mm. are the golden age, man. <laughs> I kind of just have everything figured out. So it's kinda like, <laughs> right. like, He's these, already there. These millennials, these, del- these millennials guys, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. The Gen Z's just have things fit like going, you know, <laughs> they don't mess around. Oh, you say low key a lot. Y'all, y'all understand what low key is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. High key. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say low key and high key. Like low key is when you like don't really want it to be a you know statement that you want to blast to the world. Like it wouldn't be a tweet, <laughs> but if something's high key, it's a tweet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to share it. But if it's it. low key, it's like okay, I don't know how. I haven't really given this much thought, but here's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good explanation. I get Hell it more yeah. now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> basic. Do y'all know what basic is? Yeah. Basic is basic. Basic is pretty basic. <laughs> you know what? I, there's one I heard recently that I, I still kind of am um, questioning, or I don't really know what it is, but simp, S-I-M-P. Oh, that's a new, that's a big one. That's a, that's a really new, that, god damn, that's when I feel old now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Because <laughs> y'all are all shaking your heads, so... <laughs> <laughs> Explain it to us, Mr. Zelenio. A, a simp, from my understanding, is someone who like does anything for a girl. So if you're simping for a girl, it means you're you'll agree with everything she says. You'll get her whatever she wants. You're you'll try to do anything to impress her, and it, it makes you a simp. But now the internet it uses a simp way too like freely. Like it's like the new word that they just love to use. So they'll call any guy a simp for literally doing anything at all, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's turning into like this stupid word that... Is it, is it like shortened from Simple? something? Simple? Simpson? Simpson? Maybe? Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> Simpson? I thought it was Simpson, but I'm sure it's not that. It's probably maybe simple or like simplistic or I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Urban Dictionary is not providing me with that information. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm old. I didn't know that. But it says, someone who will say anything to please someone, particularly a girl, in the hopes that they will be in good favor with that person. 
Oh, mm-hmm. simpleton. It's a shortening simpleton, yeah. there you go. of simpleton. A man who puts the hose before the bros. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a good way Simp. of putting it. Simp. Oh, yeah. that's funny. What about what about you, Judy? When when was uh, the time you started feeling older? I mean, I have a few examples, I guess, because you know I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of them was I just won't forget this moment. It was when I or we went to our grandma's you know property out Bandera, Texas, or whatever, and um, we saw our little cousin there that we hadn't seen in a very, very, very long time, and she came up to me I think we we're it was around the time of my 30th birthday and she ran up to me and without even saying hi she was like how old are you and so I told her you know I'm tur- I turned 30 or whatever and she was like and you're not married and she like <laughs> flipped out like she was like she was like that is so weird like I don't know I don't remember exactly what she said but she was like freaking out that I was 30 and not married <laughs> that's when you also <laughs> realized that- like telling her I was like nice to see you too Lily hello <laughs> you know like <laughs> Don't even get a high. Just got like, yeah. Um, Yeah. So that moment sticks out. Definitely felt old. And for the record, I'm still not Mm. married. So I don't know. I guess (laughs) (laughs) she'd be extra shocked now. Yeah, she would probably faint. (laughs) But I remember when I was a kid too. I mean, when I thought about thirty, it seemed super old to me. And I was like, for sure, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have multiple kids. (laughs) And I am Mm. also not married, and I have no kids. So. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel old to me anymore. No, yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> but it was Yeah, was yeah, cool. same kind of um on what you're saying, Judy, is that um yeah, whenever I like see kids that I used when I was younger and I see kids that were also younger and now I see them that they're like older and I'm like, Oh my is is that the same kid? Like I see my parents do it. Like other people would do that to me. Like my aunts and my uncle, they'd be like, Oh my God, when I last saw you, you were this age. And they would be pitching my cheeks and stuff. And like I find myself doing that now. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm them. I'm yeah. probably creeping them out just the way I was creeped out when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm at that weird age where it's like so many different things happening with people I know. Like there, there's some people my age who are getting married and have having kids. Mm-hmm. And some people were just like, you know, completely lost. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. like there's everyone. It's like such a different, like so many different things going on. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's why it's hard to like generalize by age because mm-hmm. it's like truly just different for everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I think there's an expectation that you need to like be settled by like your late twenties and like be married, having kids. I don't even know if I am interested in doing that personally. Same. <laughs> Like why? Like why does that have to be the norm? I think it's like just societal thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is. I mean, but I feel the same. I don't know. I don't know that I want to have kids, and I'm. I don't know. You know, I would like to be married someday, but I. I really am okay with probably not having kids, and I think yeah. you know I can still give. I have so many friends with so many incredible kids, and I love them to death, and I get to hang out with them, and then I get to give them back. Give them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's yes. why I like I like having pets, you know. Having yeah. I get to, you know, cuddle them and interact with them, go do things with them. And then like, you know, there's not much I guess I guess it what it is is like not res- responsibility that I have to I get to feed them every morning, give them water, take them out, but mm-hmm. like that's it. And that's all I really want right now because like the way things are going, like life is good and it's fun and and I'm not ready for that next step, I guess. But I will say that before I didn't want kids like Kids weren't really on my radar, and I was like, there's no way they're going to be on my radar, like, later. 
And then like it's slowly it's starting to be like, oh, okay, maybe maybe I can get a little kid. Like, <laughs> I see a cute you know, video. A little John. Yeah, seeing a cute video of like, you know, some kid and some dad just like overcoming something. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. My when, I picture, when I picture having kids at like that toddler age, I'm like, okay, that would be so dope. But then like once they get older, yeah. Yeah, bro, like yeah. If, if I had a teenager right now, like talking oh. back to me, bro, I, oh my God, just like backhands nonstop. <laughs> I feel Why like don't we talk back to me? <laughs> I was the opposite of John, actually, in that as I was growing up, I was sure that I wanted kids. I was so sure. I was like, wanted to be a mom, and that was like my number one goal in life. And then slowly as I got older, I kind of switched to where I started <laughs> thinking I mm-hmm. didn't. And I studied um, child development in school for both of my degrees. And the more I feel like the more I found out, the more I didn't want to have kids. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, there's yeah. so many things that could go wrong. There's like way too much to worry about and just like realizing how much they take over your life. And so I think I'm just too selfish at the moment to <laughs> want my life to be taken over by kids. Um, yeah. But I also nannied for six years during undergrad and grad school. So I feel like I got so much um, kids. <laughs> yeah. So much time with kids. And I I got enough. I got my fill. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see like people who are babysitters and um, nannies and like people who work at like like a, a, a daycare. Just like, yeah, no, there's no way I'm going to get kids after working <laughs> with them like eight hours a day. Heck no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and with your good. own kids, it's not eight hours a day. You're like, it's your entire life. 24. It's all the time. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also weird for me because... I have never really liked kids that much. Like, <laughs> I think that's because you are one. Yeah, no, not even that. Well, I think it's because he was also the youngest. Like, he well, didn't yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the more yeah. I think about it, I never had a younger sibling, or right. I was never even really around mm-hmm. people younger than me that much. So I think that's what kind of makes them kind of scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like, I definitely think they're cute. But like, I don't know. I just. If I had to choose, I would just kind of stay away from them. Oh, no. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. That's good though, man, because some people like they get into it and they end up having a kid and then they're kind of like at the same like position that you're at and they like don't really want a kid, but then they have a kid and it's like they totally neglect that kid. So it's like good that some people don't have or most people yeah, that are, you know, think that way. Yeah. Boom. That's, See, that's a Judy good place to I, be, guys. Judy and I had uh, lots of experience with little kids since there's five of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had True. three little siblings. She had four. Um, we were like changing Arthur's diapers. <laughs> oh, man. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> yeah. The first time yeah. I met Arthur, I was actually, you know, holding him in my arms. And I was like, okay, Shut buddy. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, John likes to pretend he changed my first diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, even but Judy I actually did change Arthur's diaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though it does kind of feel like we've known John that long at this point, mm-hmm. it does. It's been too long, man. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there was a time that was pre John. Yeah, I don't remember. I've known you guys for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, Our, uh, John is um, outnumbered by Domingue in this. Domingue. Yeah, in the main guy. I was like, wait, what is that? Is that I was like, is that new like science thing? Is that old people slang that y'all gonna educate? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow, guys. I, I was thinking that um, all the guys that are in y'all's family are the Domingue. 
Like, I, like all those <laughs> guys were outnumbering me. <laughs> the Domingue guy. Dang. Mm-hmm. But, um, but we, uh, the three of us, are the, the JDs. Because we all have JD. Oh. oh, wow. I know. Wasn't that a hey, thing, Judy? Lit. Didn't we call ourselves the JDs when we were kids at some point? I don't know. I remember that was like one of my AIM screen names. <laughs> the back in the day jd85 or something i mean that was before like before that i had jmd panda but was, like, <laughs> let's let's talk about our first usernames ever. oh no let's not jmd panda was mine i collected pandas as a kid that's true jessica was pigs so, okay that jessica wasn't my screen pigs. name but i did collect pigs but that's a that's a story right there that is the story it is a story. Right, well let's start with usernames okay right. um mine was pearl jd because oh. my cat's name was Pearl. She was an all-white cat. She had one blue eye and one green eye, and she was really cute. And so it was Pearl and then my initials, JD. Mm. That's, that not, one actually that sounds cool. That's better than your current one. What is my current one? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is your current one? I think what is, my Instagram is just just Domingos. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe it is better. No. Um, just... Mine, I think, was Rusty Fan. <laughs> My first AOL AOL email address. That's how you know I'm I'm borderline millennial because I was on AOL for a period of time. Yeah, (laughs) that's so funny. Rusty fan, and then my initials at AOL. Yeah, because of Rusty Wallace, NASCAR driver. Right, we had a stepdad that was hardcore into NASCAR. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah. I didn't even like it though. I was just giving a driver. I was like, "Damn, that's cool. Let's get it." <laughs> that's my dude. That face ended pretty quick. Yeah, at one point, I have a head. I had a head full of curls, and they were literally like locks, like Jerry curl curls, like bad. It Aww. was need to see pictures. horrible. Yeah, no, you don't. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. But anyway, somebody suggested me to to me that I make my MySpace username King of the Curl, and so that was my. <laughs> No way. Yeah. Serious choice? <laughs> yeah. King you should have told curl. me that. Yeah. King of the I know. Curl. King of the Curl. You're not getting away from that. Uh, no. But Jessica, didn't you have crazy curls? I did. I had crazy curls, but it, it was I spelled it because I was so cool with K-R-A-Z-Y and then K-U-R-L-Z. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Crazy curls because my hair crazy is very curls. curly. That's pretty. That's pretty hip. That's pretty lit. <laughs> Yeah, I switched from JMD Panda to JD, like spelled out 85, because I wanted to be a little bit more mature as I got mm. into, you know, high school <laughs> <laughs> or middle school or high school, whatever. But yeah, at one point yeah, my- I had one of my usernames was uh, Emo Miho. I went through a lot, man. I was Wait, I remember in the early days when I played Xbox with you, that was your gamer tag. Too, <laughs> Emo Miho. Yeah. King of the Curl and Emo Miho. King of the Curl, got Emo Miho. Uh, what else we got? Fuego John. I just like to, mm-hmm. you know, keep keep some spice in there, you know? Keep everybody yeah. guessing. After know, Rusty kinda... Fan, I upgraded to B-Ball in 96. That's like right, Arthur. Pretty horrible, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're just classic, classic old usernames. They say a lot about you. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, Mm-mm. I was a baller. <laughs> I was balling. Before we move on from usernames, I I love Arthur's. I think Arthur's is so clever. Okay, so now he's like 30, but just how that, you know, progressed, I think is pretty right. cool. Yeah, a lot of people have asked me that over, because it's such a random, like, name, you know? Yeah. 
And then when I play video games, I always my name's always 30. So like random people I get into lobbies with and stuff. Well, it, first of all, it's surprising how many people can't read. Because they <laughs> always call me thrifty <laughs> or thirsty. Those are the t- like those are the two words they I got more than more often than the 30, like literally. That is really funny. They call me thrifty or 30. But anyways, it all started with one late night, like in middle school. <laughs> I had the TV on and I fell asleep with the TV on. And you know how late night TV, it would be like paid programming. Mm-hmm. So it would just be like America's Diamonds commercials or I don't even like <laughs> vitamins. Who knows what else. So I woke up at like 2 a.m. one time with the TV on. And I think I was just scrolling on my phone. And I heard something that I thought was my name. Like I thought the commercial said my name. And it was like a vitamin that they were calling... R30 Omega or something. Something like that. Like, I don't remember exactly how it was spelled, but I thought it, like, sounded like my name. So, then I was like, okay, that was actually kind of cool. Like, it gave me the idea to have a username that sounded like my name when you say it, but it was spelled completely differently. Mm -hmm. So, it turned into R30, like the number spelled out. And then that just kind of stuck. But when you say it, it sounds like Arthur D, which is my actual name. Mm Mm-hmm. And and then it just got kind of shortened to 30 because that's obviously the main part of the name. But yeah, it's it's a cool, I mean, it's kind of crazy how long I've used it and yeah. how many people, it's like perfect. a lot of my friends just call me 30. Like it just it kind of mm-hmm. stuck. Mm-hmm. I love that. But um, yeah, it is kind of cool. I'm okay I, with it. I used to see the, the school bus, that Northside school bus, it said like R, it had R30 on it. <laughs> oh, R30, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was another way to write it, which was cool too. Just yeah. like three, three um symbols yeah mm-hmm. are thirsty are <laughs> thirsty <laughs> and then the people who do read my name correctly 30 they're like are you 30 years old <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm like maybe <laughs> some people might believe that by the way i speak <laughs> okay so let's let's clear up for a second the fact that i collected pigs because i just want to i want to <laughs> i want to have that story cleared up <laughs> Everybody. They are not my favorite animal. <laughs> okay, but <clears throat> so here's the story. When we were little, I don't remember how old we were. When I don't know how old we were when you started collecting pandas, but we were pretty young. And um, my our grandma collected elephants, and she had just like a big collection of they were like I don't know stuffed and ceramic and whatever anything elephant related she had. And so my mom was like, "Hey, do you guys want to start a collection of your own?" And so Judy was like, "Yeah." my favorite animal is a panda. And so I'm going to start collecting pandas. <clears throat> and at the time, <laughs> I was really just wanted to be like Judy. I because she was my Aww. older sister. I know. It was a long time ago. Not anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but and I was I was pretty little. So in my head, I was like, well, I know she's not gonna let me choose the same thing as her. I can't choose panda also, but I can choose something that's also black and white. And so (laughs) I went to my mom and I was like, I want to collect zebras. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't choose like penguin or something that was like, you know, cute and like probably easy to collect. But my mom was like, zebras. (laughs) Um, So random. Yeah. So I think she was thinking about how hard it would be to find zebra things for my collection. Products. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And at the time, too, our music teacher at our elementary school that Judy and I went to, her name was Miss Ramos. She collected pigs and all throughout her music room she had 
pig figurines and pig things. And so my mom was like, well, don't, why don't you want to be like Miss Ramos? Like you like her, right? And I was like, yeah. I mean, she was like one of my favorite teachers. She's like, don't you want to be like her? Like, what about pigs? Like, why don't you collect pigs? And I was just like, I mean, okay. Like, I guess. And I kid you not. <laughs> For, for the next, like, yeah, until at least, like, 18 years old, like, I have gotten, I got pigs for every birthday, every Christmas. Damn. Oh, my. Every, anything, anytime somebody wanted to get me a gift, it was pig-related. And the truth is, like, I never really liked them that much. <laughs> I mean, they're fine. Like, the figurines and stuff were cute. Eventually, I had a collection. I think some of it still exists in Dad's attic somewhere or something. But it was like over eight, like eighty or a hundred pig things. Uh, oh my! Yeah, stuffed yeah. animals, figurines, Damn. all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was kind of just suggested to me, and then I got yeah, stuck with imposed on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But everybody throughout my life was like, "Oh, like why do you like them?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny, funny though that I've I've been through a situation where like I've. I've had to keep a, like, I guess a white lie going on and on and on. And I hate it. Is that this one, um, there's this food that I really like and I want to be so vague about it because I don't want to insult the person because I really like the person. They're really cool. But, um, (laughs) this, like, I told this person that I was lactose intolerant, which I am, but I'm not like extremely lactose intolerant. And she took it as like, oh my God, don't give this guy milk because he's going to die. Like, and so (laughs) chocolate, like anything that had milk in it. And so for like, she had these, she was like this baker girl and she would bring like these croissants and they had chocolate in them. And she was like, oh, I brought these croissants with chocolate in them, but you can't have them because you're lactose intolerant. And I didn't want to tell her no, but I really wanted the croissant. And I was just like, I was like, maybe you I just say, I mean, like, it'll just make me, it'll just <laughs> yeah. send me to the toilet a little yeah. earlier. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've still haven't found a way to tell her like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just like you know, partially lactose intolerant. <laughs> It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I think, I mean, I went with it too, but I honestly think partly through my life, my childhood, I had even convinced myself that pigs were my favorite animal. (laughs) Just because I had been getting them for so long and I had that collection. I was like, I mean, I guess this is it. Like, I guess I just really like pigs. (laughs) You're just staring at your whole like 100 deep collection. I mean, I guess it's not that bad. I mean, they're cute, I guess. So Judy, how did you act? Like, did you actually like pandas, or yeah, I actually liked pandas. I mean, it was so long ago that I don't even really yeah. remember the first conversation about it. But I did like them, and I had <laughs> so much panda stuff. Also, pandas, yeah, they're pretty. Got they're rid of ninety-eight percent of it when I eventually. But pandas are really an interesting animal because where they live, they don't have any natural predators. So they can be as dumb as they want, and they are a dumb animal. Like I don't know if you've ever seen them interact. <laughs> Judy's all offended. Like... <laughs> Sorry, Judy. I don't really She's like, know. I don't like these days. I don't, I don't really care. I don't... She's like, come again. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no, they're I don't very relaxed. Think of they're very, very relaxed animals, and they like just. I mean, they don't have like they're bears, which they could be really, you know, vicious bears, but they're not. And like they literally have to, not literally, but they raise them in the zoo because they probably wouldn't survive out in the wild. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that, I mean, growing up, I remember always hearing like, you know, they're going extinct and they're going extinct and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. But yeah, these days I don't think I really have a favorite animal. I just, I don't know. But growing those up, actually, you know, they were cute. Yeah. Those actually must be the like safest bear to come across, huh? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. Because bears... I don't know about you guys, but like bears probably like my biggest fear. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like 
Yeah. I think it, it largely in part to The Revenant. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Mm-hmm. No. I heard about it and then I didn't watch it <laughs> because well, I heard about it. <laughs> there's a bear attack, very vicious <laughs> bear attack in the movie. And I think before that, I had just not really given a lot of thought to bears. But apparently, you come across a bear, like there's a good chance you're screwed. Like you can't outrun them, you can't outclimb them. They are most likely going to attack you because like they will literally eat you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh my. But yeah, I, I think I heard that the most dangerous bear is a polar bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, because they're not used to humans. So if you come across one, they're almost certain to see you as a threat. And mm-hmm. well, it's very It also aggressive. has to do with um, there's such a little resources for them to come across that if they come across anything that they think they can eat, they're eating it. Oh well, yeah, they're mm, more hungry. Yeah. I guess. but um, well, it's a but, good thing. Uh, it's a good thing we we're don't not have to likely worry about running into a polar bear here in San Antonio, oh, yeah. or South Texas, Austin, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whenever- I do fall victim to like searching bear videos sometimes. Where there's like videos of bears like breaking into houses and You're stuff, just, like, just torturing yourself. <laughs> like imagine waking up and there's just a bear coming in your door. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn. I almost scary. sent you a video the other day because there's a video of a bear like coming up on these girls that were just standing still on the side of the street. I don't know I if did you saw see it. That. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And like, takes a little the bite bear was literally like standing oh, up. Oh no! <laughs> and she stayed so like steady, and I don't know how she did that, but yeah, it, yikes. She, she like flinched been... at one point, I think, when he like put his teeth on her thigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like hugging her. I, but what was weird about that video, which almost makes me think it was, it was like a bear that they were used to, maybe. Yeah, like I because think it was someone. The guy was calling it. it like by name. Yeah, I don't think the bear. I don't think a normal bear would have right, been hugging right. her, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think all it over. was. It was somewhere where it was more used to seeing people, so maybe that's why it was. But still, that's terrifying. Yeah, somebody. I I read somewhere that the black bear, the one that was on that girl, they're actually like little cats. Like you can scare them away pretty easily, but it's like also when the cat's really really like vicious, like you don't want to be near that thing because that thing will rip you yeah. up. Which yeah, is, there's so much you don't know about. Yeah. Like, yeah, hell no. Cats be crazy, bro. Did um, you, John, or Arthur have a collection of anything when you were younger? Um, I was never a collector. <laughs> I, collect I think video we only games. were because mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I collected like video games or something like that, but not really like a, yeah. I didn't really have a, a thing that, oh, actually like basketball. Basketball was kind of like the thing that my parents would associate with me, I guess if I had to, like if, yeah, it was a basketball, it wasn't an animal, it was a basketball. So everything in my room was like basketball. Mm-hmm. Like if they get me something for, you know, my birthday, it would have something to do with basketball and, and uh, yeah. For a very short period, I did Pokemon cards, <laughs> oh. but that didn't last long. And honestly, I didn't even know what any of them did. Like it was, I think I was like six at the time, so I didn't even understand like the concept of what the different characters did and stuff. So when he was really little, he used to play with cars a bunch. You had yes. a huge collection oh, of those little right. toy cars. I still have those. He would just entertain <laughs> himself for hours as long as there was a little car he could push around or a truck or whatever he. Hot was. Wheels. Oh hell yeah. No. And he had those those. he had those little rugs that had like the it was just a a plain rug but it had um, roads Roads. like stitched into it pretty much. (laughs) Dude, I I didn't realize that that was like a universal thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've seen those rugs like go viral on Twitter several times. Oh really? Like wait, you had these too? Yeah. Uh huh. Like everyone had those rugs. That's funny though, because you know you were like you collected cars and you know you deal with cars on a daily basis now. 
Oh, yeah. I do love cars. Cars are there cool, you man. Go. Something about hey, maybe cars. Maybe in the Even future, though... Arthur, you'll collect real cars. There you go. Bro. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to have like... <laughs> cars on cars. I, I want to get to the point where I have like a 10-car gar- ten garage. <laughs> I believe in you. Five cars. Five cars <laughs> and a 10-car garage. With only five cars in it. <laughs> <laughs> when, we were, when we were little... Um, or when we were younger, Beanie Babies, collecting Beanie Babies was all the rage, oh. although we never really did it. I never yeah. understood. Yeah, we had a, a cousin, I mean, I guess it was my aunt mostly, who was just like really intense about how you had to preserve them because they were <laughs> yes. going to be worth like thousands of dollars someday. And I remember we went to the mall one time and I picked out a, a little black cat, a uh, Beanie Baby, <laughs> and I just wanted to play with it. Like I just wanted to, and she was just like super intense about like telling me I had to be really careful with it. And she bought me like a little like cover for the tag because the tag needed to be kept like <laughs> oh preserved or God. something. And so, oh. and I just, just was so lost as to why I couldn't play with this toy that I got. <laughs> That's that's like probably the funniest thing to look back on for me because my my dad was super into that. He like had them all like in the box, like on top of his yeah. closet. Like it was like was clear be, boxes. Yeah, we like went to McDonald's to go get some because mm-hmm. he was like, you go like we never went to make get McDonald's. He's like, you want a happy meal? And I was like, oh, you want a happy meal? I was like, hell yeah. He took my damn beanie baby and I was like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, ten. Well, yeah. He wanted you to have a happy meal. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's so funny. Everybody thought they were going to be worth so much money. And, mm-hmm. you know. I just saw a picture recently of like this couple that was divorcing, and it's an, you know, an old picture, but they're like in, in the courtroom and they literally have like two piles of, or like a big pile of Beanie Babies, and they were having to like pick Divide one at a out. time to like split them up. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, like they, you know, thought that they're going to be like of that much value, like when they were like trying to cordially split their Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> In half. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Ju- Judy and I used to play with um, Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah, mm. more than Beanie Babies. Again, old. I played I know. with Barbies. We're 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 so old <laughs> that the we're so old that the Cabbage Patch dolls that we had weren't plastic. Like they were like actually soft bodied and soft face, mm. and they had yarn for hair. And then eventually they started making them where they were all hard plastic and like not real hair, but like <laughs> acrylic hair or whatever it is mm. <laughs> made out yeah. of. Yeah, no, I had like an OG one because it belonged to my aunt before me, so. Oh, yeah. Our aunt. Lisa? Yeah. Was that the name of your doll? I think so. <laughs> so I was like, we have an aunt, Lisa? <laughs> I know. There's another Demi yeah, don't you know? I was like, damn, I'm learning a lot. Like, <laughs> like yeah, there's too many Demi guys to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> this goes deeper than I thought. <laughs> I saw a video the other day. Like, I don't. So why do people keep like plastic on their chairs? <laughs> I saw that video. Does that so like funny. preserve the so value, or is that just so they don't get yeah, don't get dirty? Oh, I, I mean, it's not so what? much a thing anymore, but like you in the sofas? 70s yeah. and you mean huh? sofas or like a I guess yeah, so, like a, yeah, like any a like upholstered chair. I guess. chair oh. yeah. yeah. Well, I saw a video where this lady was taking the plastic off her chair after like, like, 30 like years. after thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like spotless, obviously, but the plastic was all brown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw that too. I was cracking up. Yeah, yeah, that that was a thing. I'm pretty sure we had family members that did that, but it was. I think not so much a thing anymore. Like that's not comfortable. Seems vaguely familiar. (laughs) Yeah, like all you you know when you sit on it and you like get up, like especially when you're wearing shorts and stuff, like your skin just like sticks to it. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah, I can't imagine like just trying to lay like I'm gonna go take a nap on my plastic, you know, covered yeah, no. chair and just like 
having to move around and like hearing that plastic on skin just like yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's horrible <laughs> the squeaks yeah and then sweating on it like that thing's not Ooh. breathable like you sweat on no. that thing Ooh. that's why yeah that's why you get more stuck to it <laughs> it was literally brown like in that video that arthur was talking about Ugh. that's yeah that was gross i don't even know how they lasted that long like <laughs> do you not see it getting brown I mean, that's some good plastic honestly <laughs> <laughs> Rose. <laughs> um, so Jessica and I are big Harry Potter fans. Mm-hmm. That's that's known amongst like anyone who knows us. Mm-hmm. And John is apparently reading them or reading the first one at least. I'm yeah. so proud. In progress. I'm hoping you get get further along. But what are your thoughts thus far? Um, I mean, I've heard from a lot of people that, or one of my one good friends, he told me he's like, it's a book that. Usually I don't have books that I can't put down, but this one was something I couldn't put down. And like every night I um, I have a hard time putting it down uh, because it's so interesting. I like I saw the first movie and um, that's kind of like going through my head as I'm reading the book. And um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's hard to put down. It's it's so far like, you know, the whole picture that it's just painting in my head is a little different from what the what the movie was. But it's 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 good. I like it so far. Oh man, you are in for a ride, my friend. It gets so much better <laughs> after. Yeah. I feel like the first one it starts off even a little slow. Mm-hmm. It takes a while yeah. to like really get into it, and then once you do, it's so good. Yeah, not not much has happened so far. Like he's just gone to school, got you know sorted out to his house, and you know not much has happened so far. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for some. For, yeah, there's you there's know a lot who, of build up that goes on. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I remember. I tried to uh, reread the first one, and even even that was kind of hard for me once I had already done it because it was just. I knew. I guess I kind of knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah. In the later ones, like where it gets better, so mm-hmm. I didn't really have the. Uh, that's a whole other topic of like reading. That you know, I'm. I slow. I used to be a huge reader when I was a kid, and it kind of fell off. I'm trying to <laughs> make it a habit again. Why do you think well, that I is? Th- I think actually part of it at least for me, and I think Arthur might be similar because Arthur and I have always had, or back then a lot, we had very similar tastes in the types of books that we read. We shared a lot of the books that we read. It was, you know, the Harry Potter series, the Percy Jackson series, some weird book about the gateway to Foo. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Levin Thumps. Yeah. (laughs) I think that we liked like the kind of like escapist, you know, like fantasy aspects of it, the the imaginative parts of it. And there just aren't as many, or I don't know that I found a lot of adult books that have that same kind of feel for me i'm sure there are i haven't just really like looked into them but i kind of strayed away from them and it's gotten harder to get like really into books now because it just doesn't have that same magical element i think similarly with like shows and stuff which i think judy you kind of like some of that as well too with like game of thrones and you know some sort of yeah yeah, thing that just kind of takes you out of reality a little bit yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I, i do like i don't seek them out necessarily like fantasy type stuff but there's some that I do enjoy. I like a lot of like historical dramas. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not super, super, super picky when it comes to like fiction, but I was asking why, because I feel like for me, I don't read as much as I used to either. I mean, I, I find that my attention is kind of shot, <laughs> like my attention span. Mm. I mean, and I think that's kind of just probably a product of like our, you know, the way we live now, like with phones and entertainment yep. and all that stuff. Like, sitting there reading is harder for me than it used to be. And I will listen to audiobooks a lot more. And like, that's sometimes easier for me now. But I think it's probably something I need to work on. But yeah, my attention span is like not like it used to be when it comes yeah. to reading. I, th- 
I think that does have a lot to do with it because I think I also as I got older, I wanted, I felt like I needed to read books that weren't fiction, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but same. I think if you're really trying to make it a habit, like I saw a saying one time where it was like, read what you love until you love to read. Mm-hmm. So like reading fiction, even though it doesn't, you don't learn a whole lot from it like you would other books, but it will help you just start loving to read in general mm-hmm. and making making it a habit. And then you can start to branch out and see how that goes. But mm-hmm. I think I need to kind of just go back and read just like great books that, you know, fiction, mm-hmm. maybe go back and read like Percy Jackson or something because I love those books. Yeah, too. those are so good. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about the movie, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the books I do try to read now are generally like, you know, serious, more serious nonfiction mm-hmm. type of books that are very valuable, but it's hard for me to pick up more often. Mm-hmm. But I think it does have a lot to do with, with what you said. Like, I would rather, when I lay down at night or whatever, I would rather scroll through Twitter or, you know, watch a TV <laughs> yeah. show. Like, we have so many options as far as content to consume. Mm-hmm. You know, reading is just, it gets harder and harder. But. Yeah, it, it's become like more like a discipline that you have to kind of get, you know, back into. I, I think it is important. I, I love reading. I always will love reading. But yeah, I guess it's like the method has kind of changed. But um Yeah. But yeah, I think it, I think it's important, like you said, because I, I went through that phase too, where it's like I always just you know was reading nonfiction, and like you said, that definitely has its place. But I kind of got back also to like you know what, like it's okay to just read something for fun. <laughs> it really is okay, yeah, exactly. And you know, just I started listening to a whole bunch of like fiction audiobooks, and it was really just man, like it's fun to just go into those different worlds and different characters and not have to think. In a way, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, it would be like, like to make a TV comparison, it would be like watching only documentaries. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you only watched documentaries, you would get, you wouldn't watch TV probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, other than sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we like just watching things we enjoy watching. Same true, for reading. True. Yeah. So exactly. you gotta, it's gotta be a balance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think for like the last eight years, I've been doing the kind of watching documentaries and finally I get to watch a, a Disney classic. Like I was just like reading so much of like, you know, school books and all that stuff. And like, now I get to read Harry Potter and it's fun. Yeah. Get to be sure. out, out of my, uh, out of the real world, I guess. Well, and I think, I think there's something to be said too for reading fiction and it kind of helping to stimulate your own creativity as well. I don't think it's, I mean, I do think obviously a lot of it is for entertainment purposes, but I think it can serve to, you know, increase your vocabulary as well and get your creative juices flowing. So I think it definitely can be beneficial as well, not just in terms of entertainment. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's another point I was going to make because I feel like with the most smart people I follow or know about, one thing that they seem to have in common most of the time is that they're all big readers. Yes. So there has to be something to it. <laughs> yeah. I definitely like, think so. For yeah. general knowledge because... Mm-hmm. I've, all the smartest people I kind of follow on, on social media and, and look up to in a certain way, they all are always sharing books they read or... You Fiction? Know. No, not, I mean, usually not. But mm. like one of one of the ones who, who had that saying that I mentioned, like, read what you love and see you love to read. He's always recommending that mm-hmm. because people... He, al- he always talks so much about books in, in any of his interviews and stuff that he gets so many questions about like, what should I read? What, what have you read recently? Yeah. And his biggest advice is... Don't just try to read what I read, you know, read what you, you like. will enjoy reading until mm-hmm. you can build that habit. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like most of the books he reads nowadays are like very serious, you know, 
philosophical type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which will be hard for if you're just starting to read it, regularly. Yeah, it's almost like we're like a computer and the books we read are like little discs and we have to download them. And if we don't, if we haven't done the downloading in a long time, like our download speed isn't as fast. And so when everybody, you know, when we have this guy who's downloading all the time, his download speed's super fast and his computer, which is him, is super efficient because it has all these different programs that it can utilize. And that's basically what books are, is just a, you know, a package of information that we can use in our lives, however we choose. And you need to get back to downloading more. Yeah. You start making way more connections <laughs> to things. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. For like a sure. book that two people read can mean different things. You know what I mean? You just get something different out of it. But yeah. there is so much value in <laughs> so much value in reading it. Um, yeah, like that little Damn. phrase, like leaders are readers. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we never heard that before. You want to be a leader, you gotta read. <laughs> <laughs> you the sound future? like a librarian. Uh, I mean, I would be fine with being a librarian. I remember when I went over to uh, Arthur or, you know, Lauren John's house or whatever. And, and it was Halloween and I was just going to like help y'all pass out candy. And I was just dressed like I had my, like a sweater on my glasses and Arthur like opened the door, the front door. And he was like, what, what's your costume? And I was like, I'm a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's He's like, good, okay. Then. And he let me in. <laughs> Everybody keep it down. Wow, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be good at shushing people. Yeah. I'm fine right? with that. Yeah. You'd be good at a tennis <laughs> match for sure. A tennis match? Yeah, they have to like sh- every yeah. You have to be like super quiet at a tennis match, and it's mm. so weird. Mm. Like it's like okay for everybody to be shushing, like shh, shh. <laughs> yeah, <You're> like, <laughs> like if cool. someone's making too much noise in the crowd, like you'll literally get shushed by like the rest of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old. It's like one of the few sports. I think John made mentioned golf, but like it's one of the only sports where it's like silent. It's so weird. It yeah, most weird. sports are so loud. Or, Which like, now the crowd is-, is supposed to be loud. Yeah, which now is, like, I guess, going to be the norm. I was watching oh. a, a soccer game with, with no crowd, and they literally add crowd noise digitally. Just oh, so really? It, just so it seems like, you know, the regular watching experience. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. they didn't but do that for that. basketball, right? Like, the basketball? Yeah, but right now it's just the scrimmages, so they're kind of playing with it. They're apparently going to have a screen in the background during the basketball games that is going to show people watching that are oh, digitally what? I hadn't like seen that. from their webcams <laughs> what that's so weird <laughs> they're they're trying to get creative because it's just so like such weird circumstances but yeah yeah did, did y'all ever see that kind of i guess they were like running a pilot of the um they had people in like the front row and i guess there was a camera there and you could be at your house with like those 3d you know vr glasses and you could mm-hmm. be like looking around and stuff like that why the heck haven't they come out with that stuff yet? Like this would be like the perfect time for that. I know that would be mm-hmm. really cool. Like that everybody be... can just like virtually join in on these events. I guess yeah. because I, think... I don't know has like tech or go ahead. Are they playing a little better? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the problem right now is just that the VR goggles are not cheap. Yeah, that's what I was so gonna say, like, they're not the as accessible for everybody. Hmm. So companies aren't incentivized to like create software for them right now just because there's not a lot of people using them so mm-hmm. it'll take like more um like we'll get there but. yeah it'll it'll definitely it's definitely the future 100 percent. but i think there's just there's not enough money in it right now to, mm-hmm. to work on it mm-hmm. but yeah that would be that would be dope just courtside <laughs> you know <laughs> that would vr be really cool <laughs> that would be awesome 
They have um. I don't know if you have. Did y'all hear about those? You remember like Google Glasses? How they like had a little pilot yeah. for them. Had like three hundred people get them, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of mm-hmm. like didn't do anything. Died out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Apple's they have like a couple. I don't know if you guys know, but like there are certain people out there who kind of study the patents that Apple kind of places or kind of files for. Yeah. And they try to make predictions off what you know what the next oh. product is going to be. Working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so they they um. Recently, I guess Apple had some patents for like glasses and then different things that the glasses will do. And so I guess right now they're they're kind of developing um, Apple glasses where any surface can be like a I'm assuming it could be somewhere like a like an iPad or something to where you can like, you know, click mm-hmm. on something. Basically and move like, everything. Yeah. Smart glasses almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, they call them Apple specs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know, but I, the people are just calling it Apple Glass right now. Yeah. What's I that? like but Apple Specs. Apple Specs. Apple Specs, <laughs> Apple Specs 11 coming out. Sounds like the, what is, isn't there a cereal, the Apple Jacks or something? Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, dude, those, those slaps, those too. Slap. <laughs> Y'all know what that means? Oh, I'm going to go buy a box after this. I don't even be eating cereal, but I'm going to go buy a box after this. <laughs> we might have some, man. But um, um, speaking of glasses, real quick, have you guys? I had just learned about blue light glasses. Mm. Oh, really? Where it just you literally put them on, and the blue light doesn't affect you as much. Mm-hmm. Um, which they say blue light will keep you up and help you, uh, or not help you, but make your sleep quality lessen. Right. If you're like watching TV before going to sleep and stuff, so I'm actually really interested in. I saw a company making like really good looking glasses. Mm-hmm. that aren't prescription they're just for blue light yeah and plus i get to like see what i look like with glasses and just like rock them for fun so. <laughs> you should totally, yeah you should totally get some aren't there i have several friends that have some my roommate has some they're they're very handy but i want to look into them more because i don't know how legitimate it actually is or if it's just more like no i think they're pretty trying to, legitimate trying to sell something like they well, help um yeah go ahead well i think on your on your screen right now it has a blue light filter and you can turn it on and off. So, like right now, you can go to your settings and turn off, turn it on and off, and stuff like that. So, yeah. like I think it'll only make that better, you know. Wait, right. what? I have that on my phone. Yeah, like if, like right now, like if <laughs> I you think turn it, it should on, do it by itself. Yeah, it does it by itself, like automatically, and so it like filters out it's the called blue night light. Shift. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It turns yeah, the screen. It, it almost looks a little bit more orange. Yeah, when you yeah. like turn it on and turn it off, you can definitely tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But when you've had it on for such a long time, like you don't like, there's no way you can. You tell. don't even notice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I fall asleep looking at my phone kind of a lot. <laughs> no, I do too. I don't know that it, the blue light affects me that much. Or maybe I have less quality sleep when I... Yeah, that's what I right. think that's what the... I was listening to this uh, interview of this guy who's like a well-known, like what they call biohacker. And he has a company called Bulletproof that is one of the biggest uh, companies that sells products that help you with your quality of life in a bunch of different ways. And he was saying he's like an adv- advocate for sleeping less, which is really weird. But he says it's not about how much you sleep. It's about the quality. So he says, I sleep four to five hours every night, but I feel better than I ever used to when I used to sleep, you know, eight hours because he's taking care of him, like trying to get the highest quality sleep in different ways that he can. And I, mean, I was like, I don't know if I believe that, but it's also kind of interesting thought to like focus more on the quality I kind of do. I kind of do believe that because I feel like there are definitely nights when I sleep time wise, it feels like it's enough hours, you know, it'll be like seven or eight hours, but I feel like I was dreaming the whole night or had like kind of restless 
sleep because I was anxious or whatever it was. And I feel like I'm so much more tired after that than maybe another day that I slept five hours, but you know, yeah, it wasn't too. super restless. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a point where your body kind of goes into survival mode because you haven't had enough sleep to where like you're producing a lot of adrenaline. So you feel really mm-hmm. good. And I think that's yeah. what this guy's doing. There's no way four hours is enough, <laughs> even if it's like yeah. really, really good sleep. Like there's too many things going on in your head for you to like be able to get, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's some, it's some like hormone that basically yeah. makes you tired. Like you, you produce this, you produce the hormone to make you tired. And then when you sleep, you kind of like take out that hormone. And I don't know if there's that much time to take out that much hormone, which I guess a side I note, know. there's caffeine attaches to that hormone and that's why you're not tired and so whenever you don't have enough caffeine and you have a bunch of that hormone that's why you crash really hard and that's why your sleep like that's why like if you kind of like want to go off of caffeine and you go kind of cold turkey on it the next few days you'll be super tired and you'll get like sleep like 12 hours or something like that because you have so much of that hormone floating around in your body hmm. interesting I, I did learn about that like a better way to think about caffeine is that it's not actually waking you up. It's just blocking you from being tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the receptors in your brain. That's all it does. It just kind of fills in that gap so that you don't feel tired. But it's not actually doing anything to like literally wake you up. Yeah. True that. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. True that. True that. What going to say about sleep? Oh, I love sleep. Sleep is... <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Well, I had a very deep what thought about sleep. That's a good point I was going to make. <laughs> I love sleep. That was, wow, John, that was deep. That, was, that, that made me feel things. Hey, there's a couple things I like, and sleep is definitely up there, man. But sleep. the adrenaline thing you're saying definitely makes sense because I remember, like, in college and stuff, I would pull all nighters, like, nights before exams and crazy stuff. Like, I'd be studying and doing projects and whatever dumb and irresponsible I can't do that anymore but I would pull all-nighters and I always remember like the day after that all-nighter like I would feel energetic and awake and like fine mm-hmm. but then the yeah. fo- even, I would go to sleep that night but then the following day I would feel like I got yes. hit by a truck <laughs> yeah and it's so, usually the following day yeah, yeah it was just even after I had slept so I don't know just like really screws with you but yeah I just remember thinking like how crazy it was that that day after an all-nighter I would still feel okay like I'm like what am I surviving on right now <laughs> like this is crazy <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, sleep, I don't uh, know, it's weird. Yeah, sleeping of, um, or speaking of um, biohacking, sleeping of biohacking. <laughs> sleeping of biohacking. Some caffeine oh, or some really sleep, about bro, sleep, come huh? on. <laughs> he loves sleep. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, like stuff like that is like, um, what is it called? Like going into a sauna, like you're pretty, you're pretty much biohacking. You're like putting your body in a state to where it'll produce something that helps you survive in a hot environment. But um, that made me start thinking of, uh, have you guys ever heard of like sleep de- or not sleep, uh, sensory deprivation tanks? Yes. Oh, didn't you do one like that when yeah. you were in Austin visiting I, me one time? Yeah. And so I, I guess Arthur, we were watching this thing on um, our favorite podcaster, Joe, Joe Rogan. And um, <laughs> <laughs> mention him. So there you go. We got, yeah, we got it in. Have you guys moving? ever heard of him? You guys, <laughs> He's you guys ever heard Texas. Joe Rogan? Yes. I know. Yeah. Heck yeah. We're going to go camp outside his house. Anyway, we, we were speculating where <laughs> okay. he's going to move. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah. Would you guys ever okay. try one of those? So it's basically like a dark room. There's water, there's salt water where you float. And then the, the water is the perfect temperature to match your body. 
and it's dark, you can't hear anything, and it's just an hour of like purely by yourself. Would How you guys big ever is the do? room? Like you can put your arms across, you can you can lay in there, like and you won't touch type? anything. Yeah, it's like a big hot tub, but it's, I've never tried I don't, it. But I, I haven't seen what it looks like, but it, there's also almost something eerie about it because it's like, will it malfunction and will the water cover me and I'll drown? <laughs> or, it's not like too deep for you. Like you can like put your yeah. feet down. It's probably <laughs> all I know up. is if I, if I'm yeah. locked in a room and the water gets a little too high and I have no way out. No, there's a picture on my Instagram you no if you want to look at it. It's just like I'm a little. Sure no, it's I think. Probably... Yeah, yeah. In concept, yeah, definitely. I would definitely be interested in doing something but like it's, that. But it's it's like pitch black in there, or yeah. So I think some of them have options. Senses. Yeah, like that's the point of. Like you don't want to yeah, be able to see know. anything, hear anything, <laughs> feel anything, smell anything, like everything. I'm not, I'm not really afraid of the dark at all. But if I'm like in a completely dark space and then I start imagining things, like do you ever do this where you just like imagine that there's somebody like right in front of you, <laughs> <laughs> freak yourself oh. out? Do you ever feel like you're going blind in the shower, or is that just what? Me? <laughs> what the? What, what are you shampooing with, man? <laughs> Bro, I, no joke. Sometimes I'll be in the shower and the, I'll have my eyes closed, obviously, and the water's like coming over my head, and it'll be happening for a little like too many seconds. And I will literally feel like I, when I open my eyes, that's it. Like I have experienced complete darkness, and this is like what I know now. This is it. <laughs> You're like, this is my life now. Just step out of the water, bro. And, no, I do, obviously. But uh, it's that little, and then that's when I realize I can still that see. That little but, period of time. That is really blind. funny, Arthur. Yeah, that's no. Funny. I guess that's not one of those. <laughs> that's not the car blanket, man. That's not the road blanket or whatever. No, Mm-mm. but I do have moments in the shower when I'm like washing my hair or something. And I have my eyes closed to not get shampoo on my eyes, and that is another time when I think like, what if there was just like somebody like standing just... like in the shower with me, or just like yeah, and I just like want to open my eyes so bad, but I don't want to get shampoo in my eyes, and it just freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. Like if you open your eyes, there's gonna be a face just right yes. close, to you, nose to nose. Or when you're sleeping at night and you swear you can see like a face over there in the corner, it's like just your. It's just like your blanket or something. Like, yeah. It's just like, like a, a jacket hanging on a hook or something. Yes, bro. Yeah. No, I definitely. But that's what I feel like would happen if I was in one of those tanks. sensory deprivation things. Yeah, I would just start imagining that there was just like a person just something like right next to me. me. Yo. Something yeah. Just imagine foot. peaceful things. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. peaceful things. You gotta, but I mean, the the part that freaks me out is well, because I'm claustrophobic, so I don't like dark enclosed spaces. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it really would be like a mind game. Like I would have to like keep myself. Like, I don't know, imagine wide, expansive places and don't open my eyes (laughs) or something. But, like, I don't know. Because I do see the value in, like, just not having any senses for a while, you know? Like, just Uh that quiet and, like, just... Yeah. It would probably be valuable, but... It does sound like the the best form of meditation, Mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, like, to just, like... But it's... it's, um, So, the the water is probably up to your shin. There's a hatch (laughs) that you can pick up. Oh, that's it? Yeah. (laughs) It's a, like, like you float on your back. Gonna drown. Yeah, you, you just float, float on your back. And so it's oh, salt water. I was thinking you're like standing. No, in no, it. it's super, uh, super saturated salt water. So like once you get in, like, the like if you sea. sit down, yeah, like the Dead Sea, your feet will float up, and like once you lay down, you'll just be completely floating. And there's, I was straight up picturing it was like, like up to my ocean. 
a room full of water and you just, only your, oh your head is above. And there's only one way out and you have to find it in the dark. <laughs> Scary. Find the door, find the exit. You have 10 minutes. One of those escape mystery room. rooms. Yeah, escape rooms. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, do, like do y'all ever... Water. Do y'all ever like whenever you turn off the lights, you have to like run back to like the oh, the room that's yes. <laughs> not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, but I would definitely remember that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. as a kid, not, not as much All anymore. I, I used to hate walking yeah. by rooms that had the light off, and you had to like walk by them. I'd have to run like by them. Black in there. <laughs> yeah, but, I yeah. just saw a video on Twitter of a guy like closing up an office or something, and his his stepkid like pranked him, <laughs> mm. and he was just like. <laughs> walking out like turning off the lights in the rooms and then like the kid would like skitter across the hallway and so oh. like, the guy turned around and then he would like go back and like turn the lights on like check again and then like he's like hello <laughs> you know or whatever and then he like started walking away and then like the kid like skittered across really fast like you could hear his because oh, literally he's like crawling like scary but like and then uh like so you hear like the, the you know footsteps or whatever and like the guy yeah so he turns around he like throws his cap and he's like freaking out i don't know why he throws his cap and he's like hello and then he like eventually just like That'll runs like he books it down the hall <laughs> like he's like scared oh, That's it hilarious. was really funny no i definitely remember doing that as a kid though i'd like turn off the light and just like run like from wherever i was like as fast as my little legs would carry me to somewhere that had light <laughs> yeah i did that as a yep. kid for sure mm-hmm. I, I i definitely still do that sometimes but it has to be like when i'm creeped out already like if i was mm-hmm. talking about something or maybe watching something scary, then I'm already in that mindset yeah. of, of being scared. So then I'm scared of the dark. But yeah. <laughs> generally, this is why I'm I don't not watch anymore. scary things because that's what will happen to me if I watch scary yeah. things. I will just be imagining. I don't, I don't watch scary, scary things, things for the rest mm-hmm. of the night. Yeah, not a horror uh, fan. show. I, I don't like horror movies. Horror kind of went to crap, honestly. Anyway, horror <laughs> horror movies as a genre. Yeah, oh. movies. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think I've watched <laughs> many horror movies at all. I think when I was a kid, I watched The Sixth Sense. Oh, that was a good one. Did not enjoy it. What? <laughs> I don't like being scared. <laughs> and then I think with like a group of friends in high school, I watched The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that was more like yeah. gore horror, yeah. and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never liked like gore. I never watched Saw or anything like that because mm-hmm. I was just stupid. Like just people dying, violence. Yeah, no, yeah I don't. Get I don't it. understand the mind of people <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's different than like just scary. That's Although like, Game of Thrones was pretty gory. <laughs> yeah, true, but it's more like realistic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like realistic gore. It's yeah, not like dragons in there. At least there's a story around it too. It wasn't just like gore for gore's sake. That's a good point. Right. right Speaking right. of movies, um, have you guys seen Minority Report? Nope. No, no. Oh, just talking about this. Yeah, it's an, an older movie. That's an older movie with Tom Cruise. And so basically, the whole the whole thing is they have these three people. Well, What's up? <laughs> I'm just going to say, you've never, like, I don't think you've ever mentioned a movie on here that I have seen, by the way. <laughs> yeah. They, I was asking if you ever watched Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I like I've that. I've heard one. of it. That's, That's a good, good movie. Arthur, right? I can't believe you because you yeah. like Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. I love him. But anyway, okay, so watch that Minority movie. Report. I love him. I don't even like him anymore. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, then watch that movie. You'll like it. Yeah. Sorry, John. Go ahead. True. But um, Minority Report, it's so it's these like three people who like are these chosen people and they can predict the future. And so the whole basis is the police are using this to um, predict who's going to commit a crime. And so they're using it for murders. And so the, these three people would be like, you know, laying in a room and then they'll get a message and it'll be like, oh, okay, go to John Adams' house. He's going to do something. 
And so they'll go to the guy's house, his special police force will go to this guy's house and they'll arrest the guy and they'll be like, you're under arrest because you were, you were thinking about, or you were about to kill this person and they arrest him because he was about to do something. And so the whole print, the whole, they prove it. Exactly. Like that's the whole press. That's the whole like thing of the movie is like, how do you know that they're actually going to do this? Like, cause like, these are just bad thoughts that these people probably have or like, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a crazy movie. Yeah. That's a weird concept. Check out that movie, guys. All right. That's my movie <laughs> suggestion. It'd be like, it'd be like, you know, if you knew the guy was going to kill JFK before it happened and you had the opportunity to arrest him, but then how do you justify arresting him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually a book about this. I forgot what it's called. Is it called Minority Report? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't read it, but I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a the whole premise of like, they caught the guy who was about to kill JFK oh, and shoot. then turned into this like whole other thing. But mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well. That is weird. Because I feel like we will get to that point. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Like technology will get to the point where it'll be able be able to predict things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then how do you defend yourself against that or whatever? Yeah. Wasn't that uh, in like 1984? Was it 1984? Yeah, right? With the yeah. thought police. Yeah, never read it. <laughs> the thought police? You didn't have to read it in school? No, I didn't actually. Oh. Yeah, it's like the thought, but like you can't think certain thoughts or you get arrested i don't i don't remember either that's yeah, interesting the name. yeah it's been a while since i've read it but yeah they they monitor everything like everything yeah watch out watch Shit. where you put your data that's people where we're headed sounds like china <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i just watched knives out last night i liked Ooh. that one that was good Ooh, that was i still good haven't one. seen it good oh, yeah, good it's, movie it's on prime yeah, yeah it's on prime good good movie it was very well done i like those kind of movies those are my favorite. That and sleep. Those those two things. <laughs> I love sleep. I love sleep and movies. <laughs> I miss the movies a little bit. I don't I do too. Want to go to them right now, but I miss them. I know it's so weird the movies that are coming out they're just going straight to streaming services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're postponing so many movies too. Like that Tenet movie looked like it was going to be pretty good. They don't know when that one's going to come out. I don't know if y'all have seen. I think it's Chris is it Christopher Nolan? Tenet? That guy makes some good know. movies. Loki, haven't you heard about it? Oh, really? Watch, <laughs> watch the preview. Either. It looks Low good. Loki, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch the preview. Anyway, um, and the new Mulan is delayed. Oh, that sucks. The new uh, Avatar. Coming out with another Jurassic Dude. Park. You guys like those? Final thought. Final thought before we wrap this bad boy yeah, up, yeah, all right? Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're making four more Avatars. Uh, really? About it. I am Like, first of all, it. it's been, what, 12 years since the, the first one? Something crazy. I don't remember when it came out, honestly. But and then they're planning to make a, a second, third, fourth, and fifth that they're going to release like two years. Oh, Star um, Wars in, with gaps in between. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I barely remember it. I saw. Yeah, it. me too. Y'all got to watch it again. Ago. I feel like yeah, John. I feel like you really liked that movie. Yeah, like I, I had to watch it twice to kind of like realize what the actual kind of hitting or not the hidden meaning, but like the actual meaning of the movie. And it's like, mm, yeah, sleep, uh, good movies, and Avatar. <laughs> Sleeping during Avatar. Sleeping during Avatar, yeah. <laughs> Thrillers or whatever. <laughs> anyway. That's movie funny. suggestions are over. I just I think it's I thought it was weird that they would just start going that hard all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I wonder what the reasoning is. I guess they're just counting so on it being a hit, but mm-hmm. it will be. They're yeah. just like, let me let me cash this bag in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I think it's probably uh All right. <laughs> You guys listen to anything good lately? Like just listening? 
Any good music lately? Anybody? Music? Yeah. Music wise? Clarity. Of clarity. There oh. you go. Go stream right, clarity. Right, right. I've been streaming some clarity. Facts. Facts. Is that anybody on that the, one ain't getting old? Is anybody on the uh, folklore train? <laughs> I did listen through it. I, I mean, I not generally my style, but I did like a, a few of the songs. I, I thought it was a pretty good overall. Agree. Listen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not like a Taylor Swift fan, really. But um, it is a good album. I like the song "Exile" with Bonnie Bear. Mm. That was well. There was, there... I didn't even know what folklore was. I was just hey, I was like, and nodding. Whoa. I was just like, yeah, great. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh. Well, it's because like on she Twitter... was thinking like folk I music. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? Oh. what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. No, sorry. It's because Twitter. Twitter, like, it's all over Twitter that album. But gotcha. if you're not on Twitter very much, then it might not I am be not... as in your face. I'm not um, on any social media at the moment. True. Respect. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was a good album. Yeah, okay. it's, it's good. I think. It's I'll have good to music. give that a shot. That and Logic's and new album. Right. Logic. I listened to that. I mean, I, obviously, I listen to things when they first come out. But one thing that I did listen to, this is not a music, this is a podcast. I learned a lot about Thomas Jefferson, randomly. It was an episode <laughs> of um, Hidden Brain by NPR, I think. I hope I'm saying the right podcast. <laughs> but um, they talk all about, they talk to a historian who has written a lot of books about Thomas Jefferson. And uh, man, interesting, like how he... First of all, owned a lot of slaves. Second of all, he had six children with one of his slave women. Mm-hmm. But then third, he he recognized in a lot of his writings that the the institution of slavery was wrong and that he knew one day, because he was generally like an optimistic man about the future, he knew one day that it would end. He just didn't really do anything himself to end it, which is interesting that he made that that rec- like he recognized mm-hmm. that how it was a problem and it didn't really align with like his ideals but isn't that what they're saying now about hamilton as well like have you guys seen hamilton i loved it i actually have not i haven't seen it i want to watch it i haven't oh you seen would it. love it but there <laughs> I, i'm sure i would <laughs> um but i feel like there was some controversy around yeah, there was. it yeah kind of along the same lines right i didn't look too much into it but um Hamilton's interesting in that most of the characters are portrayed by black people, even though the the people they're portraying were white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like to have that representation, but I think people are saying it undermines the fact of how those people did treat black people. Mm-hmm. Right, it was, actually it was like happening. it kind of glossed over yeah. the reality of the situation and kind of used like using people of color in those. Uh, roles as like a way to kind of like bypass having to like actually address it exactly Mm. anyway i still want to watch it though because (laughs) (laughs) i'm really into musicals (laughs) i do too generally it's 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 really good musical and it does teach you a lot about the the story like it's just an interesting story so i do recommend it nice nice. and also you know I've, i've always been interested in history so yeah if you're there's a lot so many good podcasts about history too. Mm-hmm. There are and it's funny that you bring that up cuz I literally have been listening to some also about history. Like I learned about like the space race and I am in a series right now about like the history of national parks, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd that way. Mm. But I think it's called um American His- or History Tellers. Let me verify. But it yeah, American History Tellers. It's by Wondery. And they're they're like yep. well done because the way they tell it, like they kind of tell it from like story perspectives in a way, like 
And so they'll be like, imagine blah, blah, blah. And like, like you're this person. And then like they go into it and like you hear little sound effects and stuff. And then like they'll yeah. talk about it. But I don't know. It's just well done. Like well, well produced. I think that was like the one that I shared with you. And I think Arthur as well was the imagined life. Podcast. Yep. I think it's also mm-hmm. by Wondery, right? It was the same it thing, is. the same kind of concept where it was like they don't tell you who they're talking about; they just tell you the story. But it's like from they say it like it's you going through it, so it's like yeah, from yeah. their perspective, right? And so, kind of throughout, you're just listening to the story and kind of trying to figure out who they're talking about. And it's always somebody famous. It's pretty interesting. It's fun to listen to, but it is really well produced. It has like good sound effects in the background, and they narrate it really well. Mm-hmm. I yep. like that one. Toolcast needs solid sound effects, suggestions. I guess. I'm just going to throw random like (laughs) footsteps in the background. We're not even talking about it. Or like when Phil was like, "Er, er," every time Kyle from the gym would come in. Oh, that was so funny. I I thought about putting like actual sound effects in there, but I was like, it just wouldn't be as funny. No, it was so funny to just hear him try. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, that was good, it's guys. Probably one of our longest episodes. Yeah, we could episodes. probably go more. You guys want to come on again? Let us know. Yeah, Facts. I'm down. Anytime. We're, we're going to be having regular guests on, so. Yeah, I guess you guys have well, to get let's see how Let's see how this episode does first, if people find us really boring. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like, uh, forget to skip that over <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not the older sisters again. <laughs> yeah, the old ones. No, nah, we, we talked about some interesting stuff. Yeah. Cool. 100%. <laughs> but anyways... We appreciate everyone listening. As always, give us a rating, share with a friend, and uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. We out. Before we go. 30. Filthy. <laughs> 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 <Dude. laughs>